Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come on, come on. Kick it up. Alright, before we get into the Word, if anyone has been dealing with any um, dizziness lately, or even a chronic dizziness, kind of like a vertigo thing on the mind, I know COVID came with that, but um, come on up here, if you've been, if that's you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Amen. I have some anointing oil here. Hi. <laughs> so that's the prayer of faith. Shall save the sick. Amen. And um, we'll just agree for that. And it's already been dealt with. The Lord told me in Amen. the back as I was praying it through. It tried to hit me in the back there during worship, and I dealt with it in the back. So it says it's already been dealt with. Amen. Um, was that so? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all. I'm just gonna lay hand on your head, son. <laughs> Jesus, hey, when you go, when you got faith, you, know, you only need Jesus. Uh, praise God. For <laughs> Thank you, Father, that that's been dealt with, and that's done. Amen. Any confusion or dizziness, any dizzy spells, any vertigo. I wish this include any migraines, any chronic migraines in there as well, or headaches of any kind in the head realm. We bind it and rebuke it and deal with that and crush it down now in Jesus' precious name. Amen. And Father, I thank you for total wholeness and restoration. That that will never happen again Amen. and that affliction will not arise a second time. Amen in Jesus' name. Amen. If that's you online too, take that, take that right now if you're hearing this and just receive that. Amen forever. Praise God. The Lord instructed me to... Um, to speak on fighting the good fight of faith today. And um, that's what he said, so let's do that. Let's go to 1 Timothy, if you will. 1 Timothy chapter 1. If you got your Bible, just wave it and make the devil mad. Say, this is my Bible. I can do what it says I can do. And I can have what it says I can have. I wage a good warfare. Standing on the rock of the word. I will not let go of it until I have what it says. Amen forever. So fighting the good fight of faith, and Paul spoke to his young Padawan preacher Timothy a lot on fighting the good fight of faith. So we have key scriptures throughout the word on how to live by faith, but also it says fight the good fight of faith. And it says it's a good fight because God is good, and it's a fight you win. If you'll stay in faith, you will win every time. Amen? If you will not back down, if you will stand your ground, God will see you through. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the rock of the word, it never changes. Amen forever. God is not wishy-washy. Here one minute, gone the next. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. The word is permanent foundation. Amen forever. So it's by this weapon of warfare, this word, this sword of the Spirit, that we wage our good warfare and we win every time. Amen. Say it with me. The devil's defeated, the devil's defeated. And, Jesus is Lord. and Jesus is Lord. And now say, I'm seated with him. Seated with him. In heavenly places. In heavenly places. Far, above Far above any, any demonic, force. demonic force. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. And on that note, let's just raise one hand to heaven and pray over this midterm election. Father, we thank you for spirit-filled voters and believers here in Orange County that we're switching things up and in this nation. Uh, your people have kind of been snuffed out for about two years now, and we've been long patient and uh, long-suffering. And Father, we just thank you 
that Christians are not falling asleep but waking up and continue that process of revival and awakening and exposure so that everybody just gets out and votes and casts their ballot and casts their seed in faith and will see great change and great exchange as we do so from heaven. Father, I thank you for intervening in the realm of man through your men and women. We give you all the praises. We cover those who are running for office, who are pure, moral, and upright, who are saved with the love of God that can spread it abroad. And we position them into office. We speak that out in the Spirit to take up those positions that are open now. And Father, we cast down any demonic thing and any demonic person who's willfully tied themselves to the agenda of Satan. And we bind them now and cease in their maneuvers and operations. Thank you, Father, for total takeover that we are literally taking back this nation and for great revival to hit this place. Praise you, Father. We give you all the glory and all the honor for working it out with us, your perfect plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So 1 Timothy, is everyone there? There's two letters to Timothy. I love the books of Timothy. Timothy was about 40 years old when he started pastoring in Ephesus, which is the forefront church of its day, right in the center of the world, Steve. And Paul just gives Timothy some awesome pastoral advice through the books of Timothy. And I find great comfort in Timothy. But Timothy 1 and verse 18 through 20 says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, who is a son in the faith, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them, say by them, have you ever had a word, a personal word from the Lord? you got to get those out the closet if you have. Write them out. Keep them before your eyes. And he says to you, wage a good warfare by the words that have been spoken into your life and over you. By these words from heaven, wage a good warfare. Amen forever. It's a good warfare because we win. Just read the back of the book. We're going places. <laughs> Amen forever. <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? <laughs> Praise God forever. Isn't God good? Isn't God rich? He's faithful, he's steadfast, and forever. And say, so am I. Amen. He says, by these prophecies that have been spoken over your life, grab them and wage a good warfare with them, having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected, get this, concerning the faith, concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Don't leave the faith. <laughs> You'll drown. <laughs> Just like Peter, starting to sink on that water. Don't leave the faith, which means don't leave the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You leave the word, no faith. You'll start to sink. Suffer shipwreck. You know, Paul was in many shipwrecks, but he did not get damaged. He did not perish. The Lord saved him out of every one. Why? Because he said, I've kept the faith. I've kept the faith. And if you've got to keep the faith, you've got to keep the word of faith. He said, this is the word which we preach, the word of faith. you got to keep the word to live by faith. Hey, no word, no faith. Amen? No faith, no victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. He gives sound doctrine. And this is over 2,000 years ago, about maybe around 2,000, that he wrote this to Timothy. And it's so relevant for today. It's like, it's 
Kind of like there's nothing new under the sun, Cher. Go figure. The wisest, richest man, King Solomon, knew what he was talking about. You know, there was abortion in Jesus' day. King Herod was killing off babies, murdering babies. Jesus just went about the Father's business. How, what, was the, what was the cause for abortion? Spreading the kingdom of God. Making disciples. Going into all the world. Preaching the gospel to every creature. Even Gavin Newsom. Even Joe Biden. Preaching the gospel to every creature. The answer for the world's problems are just found in Jesus. Without Jesus, we die. <laughs> the world just needs Jesus. That's it. All they need is a all they need is a heart transplant. <laughs> Have any one of you had a heart transplant? You you went from old to new. You became a new creature in Jesus just by receiving him. You were changed forever. Forever from the inside out. Same mind, same body. You're going to have to renew those with the word and transform those. Amen. You know, if you were broke when you received Jesus, you may still be broke. You got to renew your mind with the truth that Christ has set you free from the curse. And now he's blessed your socks up. Amen. Made you completely new. That is the greatest miracle on earth. The gift of salvation. Just think about that. Becoming a new creature, a new spirit. That's the greatest miracle. You know, healings, prosperity, everything else, that just comes after salvation. Which is why it's a wonderful thing that all the church can agree. 46,000 denominations. Go save the lost. <laughs> just get them saved. Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Lutheran, Charismatics, Pentecostals. They need heart transplants. They'll never think like you until you convert them. Switch them. You know? I don't blame anybody. <laughs> they don't have our heart. You know? we got to be make, getting made new to live. So he says, wage a good warfare with these things, which many have left the faith, have now suffered shipwreck, of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, look at Paul's authority as an apostle, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Oh, oh, oh. that's an apostle. That's some coverage. That's some authority here. Meaning he probably just stopped praying for them. Now they're vulnerable, going about their own way doing their own things in the devil's land. Amen? It's pretty much, it means Paul removed his hand. His apostolic hand. They weren't submitted under him anymore. Now they were vulnerable to the attacks of Satan. And they willfully welcomed him in. Amen? But if you ain't under the blessing, you're under the curse. Praise Jesus. Okay. Let's keep going here in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1 here. And it says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, do we agree those are these times? <laughs> if this was called the last of days, these are the end of the last of days, right? And we, we were 2,000 years later here. He says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some, not all, this is a remnant here too, some will depart from the faith. See, Paul called it the faith. He didn't call it Christianity. Only Peter did. He called it the faith. It's not a religion. It's a lifestyle. It's faith. We live by faith. Amen. Praise God. Giving heed, so they have their ears turned. They've uh, habitually welcomed a new habit of turning away from the Word of God to the world. And if you do that long enough, you'll have that habit too. That you go to the world for news. What's happening? They don't know what's happening. I would major to say 90% of it's all lies now. 
just to make a buck. The love of money is the root of all evil. And, and so, he says, in the last days, many, or some, it doesn't even say money. It says some. Let's just get the wording right. Because I've heard preachers mistakenly quote that, that many will depart. It says some, just a few. Some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons that don't line up with the word. He calls it a doctrine of the devil. See, Satan has his own book. And he's whispering his truth, his lies, <laughs> his book, into people's ears all the time. His words. Those are doctrines of demons. Which is why you can't go live your life based on anything but the rock and the word in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Paul had a thorn in the flesh. That's robbed a lot of Christians from their healing. They thought it was a physical ailment, but if you read the word, by his stripes you were healed, and he himself took our sicknesses and bore infirmities, that doesn't line up. Why would he do it for you and not do it for Paul? Maybe the arguably the greatest Christian who ever lived. You know? So you got to study that out and find out it was a messenger of Satan, which the scripture says it was an evil spirit to buffet him, lest he be exalted above measure. It wasn't a pain in his body. Christ already dealt with that at the cross. This is A.D., right? Paul was A.D., right? He was converted A.D. So Christ already dealt with that. But here we see in the scriptures, he talks about a messenger of Satan. That's a demon that needed to be dealt with. And he says, I asked the Lord thrice to deal with it. I wonder what the Lord told him. The same thing he's telling you. You deal with it. That ain't my responsibility, Paul. My grace is sufficient for you to deal with it. That ain't on God. Your authority is your authority. He ain't going to chase off the devil for you. Remember, he's in heaven. You're on earth. <laughs> you got to chase off the devil in your life. Ain't no one going to do it for you. I mean, I can't hear. Praise God, we have help in time of need. And if you need assistance, I'll always be here to assist. But God's looking for a glorious church to come back to where everyone's operating in their own authority. I'm not allowing that sickness to touch my body. Dizziness tries to hit my... Nope, that ain't staying. That's gone now in Jesus' name. He's looking for everyone to stand in their position of authority. Because that's what he taught everywhere to go. Everywhere he went. How to hold your authority as a man and woman in the faith. Amen. Nothing could hurt Paul. And that's scripture. Nothing shall by any means hurt you, Jesus said. No weapon formed against you will prosper. You may fall down, but if you get back up, it didn't hurt you. You're free. You're healed. You're saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I, you know, Our daughters fall sometimes. Sophie falls down and scrapes her arm, but she gets right back up. I said, see, you won. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. She forgets all about it. That's not a permanent, that's not a hurt. It was just an accident. It's not a hurt. See, there's a difference. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. No long-term effects. Amen. No chronic illnesses. No chronic conditions. COVID can't last. The flu can't last. So you may suffer the symptoms, but nothing will by any means hurt you. It's not going to stay if you don't let it. Amen. The only person who can allow the thief into your life is you.
the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. You know your authority? Isn't it great to exercise it over him and see the devil whipped in your life every time? Not today. You can't touch my family. You can't touch my increase. You can't have them. You can't have me. We're under the blood of the new covenant. Satan can't cross that bloodline. Couldn't cross it in the old covenant. He definitely can't cross it in the new covenant. Now it's the blood of the Son of God. Not the blood of goats and heifers. It's the blood of the Son. Scripture says Jesus created all things. Which means Jesus had a hand in creating Lucifer. Who was a servant, an angel. You read Revelation... Who do you think is going to be destroying them? Jesus. Jesus is the one who casts them into the lake of fire. Isaiah talks about, I created the, the blacksmith who blows coals in the fire. That's talking about Lucifer. He turned to do those things, but he was initiated, created from God to serve. To serve God. Just like we were. <laughs> you know? Just like angels were. Serve God all the days of their life. But if he created them, he's going to destroy them. You got power over the devil. Jesus said, here. Here's my keys. These are the keys to my kingdom. I give them to you. These are the keys to daddy's house. <laughs> Who wants in? Whatever you bind on earth will be bound by heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, heaven's got your back. It will come to you. Whatever you say with your lips, be it done unto you. Be it done unto me. People say a thing and I hear it. I said, I agree with that. Well, I don't want that. <laughs> I'll be here too. I agree with that. <laughs> if you don't want it, don't say it. Amen. It's so simple. We have to have a good theologian to mistake it. If you don't want it, don't talk about it. Amen. But if you want it, speak on it. It's kind of a rare thing to go out and have... People talk about God. Me and Douglas were just talking about God. Every service, we, before the service, we talk about God. It's kind of a rare thing to find someone who talks about the church, talks about the service, and just has God talk. But those people live blessed lives. Because that's all they talk about is God. Who do you think is going to show up? God. Who you talk about will show up. Me and Clarissa have proven that. We talk about an old friend. He shows up in Beverly Hills the next day, Ellie. <laughs> when you were in Cedar sinai Walking down Rodeo Drive, I haven't seen him in years, just by mentioning his name. I mentioned the name of a client to dad the other day. I got a text from his assistant in Las Vegas out of the blue, out of nowhere it seemed, just by mentioning his name. And we have rights to the name of Jesus. Just by mentioning his name, every knee should bow. That in hell and in heaven and earth, at the name of Jesus. We talk about Jesus, Jesus is going to show up. <laughs> Amen? Praise God forever. I was living in the valley one year, same place, Rodeo. I was going to Starbucks. I went to culinary school out there in Hollywood. And I was living in um, Studio City in the valley out there. And I was flipping through the channels one night in my apartment, and I saw CNN come on and Larry King, Larry King Live. You know, he was Jewish, and I believe he married a Christian woman. And I, I don't know if she converted him or not, but I heard rumors that he was converted into Christianity. But I know he was 
formerly Jewish. But I just took them on one night, and I just, you know how the Lord, the Holy Spirit kind of highlights someone, and you just take notice of them? And so I just took notice of them. Huh, Larry King. I was just praying in the Spirit, watching it, you know. The next morning, I go for my coffee down to Rodeo Drive through the canyon. Guess who I almost hit in my Honda Civic? Larry King. Crossing the crosswalk, going to Starbucks. And I found out that it was his daily routine at that time every morning. He'd go to that place for a coffee. <laughs> Didn't even say his name. It was just highlighted. You know? But who you talk about, who you're, who you're looking at, who you're focused on, they're going to show up. You know? If you're focused on the enemy, he's going to show up. If you're focused on your pain, you'll have more pain. If you're focused on the word that says you're healed, you'll have more healing. What you're focused on really matters. Isn't imagination and a phenomenal gift God gave you? How powerful imagination is? I don't know if any golfers in the house, but Jack Nicklaus, one of the arguably the greatest golfer ever lived, it was said he would imagine every shot before he hit every single shot for his entire career. He'd see where he wanted the ball to go first. And he was the greatest golfer. He's the only one I know on record who did that who imagined it where he wanted it to go before he ever hit the shot seeing into the future that's prophetic right so your imagination is a prophetic tool it can be used for good or bad the enemy can try to gain access into it or you can give it to God and see things to come through the Holy Ghost but our imaginations are powerful tools what we focus on shows up and ignites. That's the power of your imagination. The devil wants it. That's why he's always showing you pictures on your phone. Pictures to men. Right? The devil wants your imagination, men. It's powerful. It creates things. It's what God used. He saw it before he ever spoke it. See, do you see the word before you speak it? Because you have to see it, then speak it, for it to manifest. God saw it first, then he spoke it, then light was. See, he saw light, it was preconceived. Then he spoke it, then he saw it. That's how the word of faith works. You get in it until you see it. And when you speak it, it comes to pass. You have to know you're healed before you even say so. You have to be thoroughly convinced and mix this word with faith before you ever speak it to see it. You have to know the truth and the truth will set you free. So you only say things you know. Don't you? Right? Or unless you say, I don't know. <laughs> and then if you say, I don't know long enough, you'll have more things to not know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. If you keep at that, you will never know what to do. If you keep saying, I've lost my keys, they will never be found. So you have to speak the end result, just like God did. He spoke the end from the beginning. He said, light be for all time, and light was for all men. But be thoroughly convinced that this is real. That I'm just making a quality decision in my life. This is the living word of God. I'm just going to believe this. And the scriptures say, because they didn't mix the word with their faith, it did not profit them. 
So you have to first believe that this is inspired by God and that this is what I will live by and to make it first and final say in my life. Then no doctor report, no Dr. Fauci report, <laughs> no bank, no man can tell you differently. If God says in 2 Corinthians 8 9, through his poverty I've made you rich, then no circumstance should be able to tell you different. Amen. If in his word he says, by his stripes you are healed, no pain in your body, no circumstance should be able to convince you differently. Because this is first place. And now it's the bookends. <laughs> it's first and it's last. He said that I'm Alpha, I'm Omega, I'm the beginning, I'm the end, I'm the word that became flesh. You have to make him the word first and final place in your life. Otherwise, Satan's going to get you. And he's going to sway you with lying, deceiving spirits that speak contrary to the word of God. Miracles aren't for today. Well, I just had one right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. I know they are. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. See, that's a lying, deceiving spirit. Healing's not for today. Well, that means Jesus changed his name somewhere along the line because he says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. And he never changes the scriptures say. So you see, the, the slope, when you get off the word, shipwreck. Sinkage, shipwreck. So we have to stay up by staying on the word. Can I get an amen? amen. This word is real. It's living. It's life. It's our lifeline to heaven. Amen. We feed ourselves through the Word. And by this Word, we wage a good warfare. No. By His stripes, I am healed. That settles it. I cannot be talked out of what I already have. Through His poverty, I was made rich. Get it. I ain't living in lack. Never missed a bill since we started living by faith. Amen. Amen. You know? Starting a new ministry and a business and working at Lowe's and having all your needs met for three kids. That's pretty good. Living by faith, amen. You gotta start somewhere. And it's but he says when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? He's looking for your faith. He's looking for your faith. So first Timothy four, one through two again says. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, see, that's now, some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy. They don't even believe what they're saying. They're hypocrites. They don't even live what they say. They just spew out lies in hypocrisy, which means they're not doing anything they're saying. Have we seen that in the government in the last two years? Not doing a word they say? That's hypocrisy. Having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. I would say the flames of hell from the devil himself. Fiery darts uses fire. That's why I don't like dragons. They represent the devil in Revelation. And they're always what? Breathing out fire. That's where Satan's heading into the lake of fire. Seared with a hot iron. Satan throws fiery darts. Just something to think about. You know, in the center of the earth, it's hot. Where Hades is. In the center of the earth. 
There's flames there. You can go on YouTube and look up, uh, I forgot his name, but he's spoken at churches. My trip to hell. Just type in my trip to hell and he should pop up. And he has a full description of what hell looks like. The Lord took him down. Yeah, Weiss, that's his name. The Lord took him down to hell and brought him back up. And it's descriptive, it's detailed. I don't want to go there. Praise God, I'm not. <laughs> but it's a real place. Jesus preached there. Jesus rose again from the dead from there. <laughs> our Savior, our King, was triumphant even there. Quenched all the fiery darts of hell with the word of the living God. Saw his way out of hell through the word. What hell are you going through? The word will see you out too. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Even though I walk through the shadow of darkness. The word will see you out. Just like it did Jesus. I believe that was his word as he escaped and came out of hell victorious. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23. I believe Jesus was quoting that in hell. I shall not want. Whoa, what a savior. What a king. Praise God forever. And then 1 Timothy 6.12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession. Say good confession. See, it's a good fight, and it's a good confession. It's a good fight, and it's a good confession. Most of your battles will always be through your own lips. Most of your victories, most of your downfalls come through your own lips. It's a confession of faith. It's a good fight, and it's a good confession. In the presence of many witnesses. And then Hebrews 10.23, which most believe Paul wrote, as, I, as do I, the book of Hebrews. 10.23 says, let us, say us, hold fast, hold fast the profession or confession of our faith. You're being attacked in your body with sickness. By his stripes I'm healed. That's my holding fast to my confession of faith. If you're being attacked in your finances, there's over 2,350 verses on that, on how to handle money. Those are your confessions now that you wage a good warfare with. Through his poverty, I was made rich. I'm fighting the good fight with that. That's my good confession that I'm holding tight to. I will not let go of my confession. And then go just skip with me real fast to Joshua 1. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. Joshua 1 and verse 6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Whenever you see good, you see God. God courage. That's not man courage. Good courage is God courage. The one he fuels and gives strength through. To the Holy Ghost. Through the Holy Ghost. He's your power. That's God courage. Amen. That's good courage. Through the Holy Spirit. Have any of you ever felt empowered to just stand up or to speak up for the innocent? That's God courage. That's the spirit of faith coming on you. That's a gift. He says, be of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land, say the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you, and do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. 
Say, I'm a blessing in motion. Wherever I go, I prosper. Because I keep the word with me. Everywhere I go. Yeah. That's the ticket. Verse 8 says, This book of the law, or the word of the living God, shall not depart from your mouth. Meaning, keep it in your mouth. Keep it there. Keep saying the word. Hold fast, what? Your confession and profession of faith. But you shall meditate in it and speak it day and night. Think about it. Talk about it. Ponder it. Because what you talk about, you think about. Amen. So if you want to change your thoughts, just change your vocabulary. Amen. Your words control your thoughts. Praise God. Words are more powerful than thoughts. So just start talking God in the face of adversity and in the devil. Talk about God. Talk about good things, because those are God things. For every good thing comes down from the Father of light above. Amen. This is what we should be talking about. This is all Jesus talked about, was the kingdom. He never talked about the kingdom of darkness, except to give instruction on how to deal with it. But he only spread his kingdom, just like the devil is trying to spread his kingdom. That's what we should be doing. Little Christ, Christians. It's just talking about our kingdom. How good it is. If we were all doing that, people could not resist us or him. How good it is. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Amen. Just talking about how good he is. He's so good. I have breath. I'm here today. I hear the birds. I feel the air. How good is God? He's the breath of life. Amen. If you talk about your problems, you're going to have more problems to talk about. Amen. Gas prices sure are high. Well, they're going to stay that way. If you say so. If you say so. I'm just so sick and tired. If you say so, I'll agree with you. I'm healed. I agree. God agrees. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. I'm in agreement with you. God's in agreement with you. And things move. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. Speak it day and night that you may observe. See? The word becomes flesh and dwells among us. Now you're going to see it. You're going to see what it says just by speaking it. (laughs) And that's when it manifests. Right? You see it. It's there. You've talked about it. It's there. It happens. It's all you talk about. Thank you. I take it. (laughs) My cheerleader in the back. Bless you. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. And here's the cliff note. Here's the reward. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. For then, say then, you will make your way prosperous. If your way is not prosperous right now, you're not doing this, the Bible says. Amen. If you see someone prosperous in their way, a Christian, they're doing this. They're speaking the word. Amen. For then, you will make your way prosperous. And then, say then. If you do that, this is what's going to happen. 
and then you will have good. Oh, there's good again. God's success. Not just human success. Good success. Faithful success. God's success. Because you put the word of God in your lips. Now you're surpassing human success. You have God's success. If you do this. Amen. Do you think Jesus had God's success? Here we are. I think he had good success. <laughs> We're here. He was successful. We wouldn't be here if he wasn't. We'd be dead already. Satan would have won. But we have good success because he did. Because he kept the word of God in his lips. And did not speak contrary to it. A day of his life. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. To keep you in the Word of God. You need the power of God. You need the Holy Spirit to keep the Word of God. Amen? You need to tap into His power just to draw near to Him. Amen. And receive His blessings. So Holy Spirit, we welcome you in afresh. Fill us fresh today. Come in. We drink you in, Holy Ghost. Author of the faith. Bless you. You're welcome here and in each one of our lives. Overtake us with the kingdom. Overtake us with good success. Overtake us with the word. Thank you for leading us into it. Into all truth. We rest on you, Holy Spirit. You're our helper and our standby. Our comforter. Teacher and leader. We welcome you in. And we live through you. We trust you to lead us. Thank you. You're a perfect gentleman. We welcome you in. Holy Spirit, I want more of you. Say that with me. Holy Spirit, I want more of you. I want more of heaven on earth. Come in with the evidence of speaking in new time. Your spirit's in your belly, and that was prophesied. Rivers of living water shall proceed from your belly. That's words. That's unctions of the Holy Ghost. That's new tongues. That's all nine gifts and all nine fruits in you. Say, I'm a saint. I'm a set one. I've already been equipped with all of heaven for earth. What a great gift. You could pray all day. It's just so fluid. Pray under your breath all day. 
No one knows you're even conversing with God. Not even the devil. The Lord says, And in these last days I shall pour out my Spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy, speak wisdom and words of life from heaven, with good understanding and knowledge. And your old men shall dream dreams in these days. When you go to bed, your sleep will be sweet, so I can give you dreams in the night season, saith the Lord. And to your young men and women, fresh vision. Vision for a new nation. Vision for a new day in government. The youth of America is rising up in this hour, saith the Lord. For I have planted fresh vision of my kingdom within them. And they're going to take it here to America. And spread it. And to the old men, keep the dream before you. So when they lose sight of the vision, you can remind them of the big picture. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth, just as it is in heaven. Remind them how good the Lord is. How faithful He's been to you your whole life. To keep them moving in the right direction. Follow God, son. Follow God, daughter. He'll never leave you or forsake you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I know things are changing and they're changing fast, but He never changes. You can rely on Him. Trust Him to lead you. And He'll lead you into green pastures and still waters. When the devil and his kingdom are in, in uproar and havoc, you'll be in peace. Establishing the King of Kings and His kingdom where you live. Father, I pray for every elder in the church under the sound of my voice wherever they may be today. We bless them. Speak strength to them for these last days to keep standing with wisdom, knowledge, experience, and understanding. Thank you that the old men are called to cover the young ones. So I thank you for those positions and pillars of elders you've established here. And I don't count it lightly. Thank you for mothers in the faith here today. Fathers in the faith here today. That will rise up as the needs come their way. Send them in. Send them our way. We call in the lost. And the lost sheep as well. Bring them back together again. Bring them in. Ministering spirits, go forth. Bring in the precious fruit of the earth. We asked for the Gentiles for our inheritance. And you said we'll get what we asked for. And the end of the earth for our possession. Bless you, Father. 
Thank you. We give you praises, Holy Spirit, for moving in us. Using us. To speak a word in season. That can change a young person's life forever. And their destiny. Just one word from heaven. One loving act of compassion. One word of wisdom can set up their future. Thank you for using us. We bless you and we bless them. We call them Generation Called. <laughs> Not Generation Z or X. <laughs> generation Called. In Jesus' name. Any of you agree with that? Say amen. 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 Isn't God good? All the time. Amen. All the time. Did somebody get something from this message? Amen. I know I did. When the Holy Ghost gets to moving, we all get blessed. Amen. We like to take up our tithes and offerings. It's good to be able to give. Amen. Support God. Father, we just thank you for this place. I have my offering in the back. Sophie, you got it? Down there. Father, we just bring you all our tithes and offerings and first fruits of our increase. Thank you, Lord, for just increasing us more through it. We can't outgive you. We bless you for it. I can't outgive God. Thank you for the abundance. Thank you for the overflow. That we can literally sow our way up and through the kingdom. So, Father, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come on earth today, just as it is in heaven, where your streets are made of gold. I thank you for prosperity in this place that's being released, the blessing being released, for it's more blessed to give than to receive. And Father, as we sow in faith, as we sow our seed, we count it done a 30, 60, 100-fold return from heaven. I expect supernatural increase in these last days to spread the kingdom with and spread your church with. Thank you, Lord, for new buildings, new forms of governments, new administrations, new gifts of helps rising up in the church. We bless them in their positions, and we call them forth now in Jesus' name. Thank you for the harvest. We bless you. It takes money to take care of them. So thank you. We call in our harvest now in Jesus' name. More to give with, more to live with, and more to bless others with. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Say, here it comes. Here comes my harvest. Say, it's harvest season. God is good. He is faithful. He's never late. Say, all my bills are paid on time. Because he's always on time. Say, promotion's coming my way. New witty inventions and ideas for others are coming in my direction. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just one idea can make you a millionaire. Just one idea. Remember the pet rock? Millionaire. <laughs> you know? Just one idea. I went to the guy who made the Power Crunch protein bar. Just one idea. Millionaire. Hey, man. Think of all that money you have to give. Where can you spread it? Have fun with it. I mean, giving's fun when you're flowing in it. Hey, man. This starts out as a sacrifice, doesn't it? <laughs> you want me to sow that seed? I can't. You can. And God will promote you and increase you through it. Amen. He'll increase you through your obedience. Amen? If you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. 
Praise God forever. Amen. Say, I'm a good recipient of heaven. I'm a good receiver. I have all God offered me. Amen. Say, I have it. It's mine now. I don't need to wait. You know, they waited thousands of years for the Messiah. He already showed up. <laughs> we don't need to wait. Say, the wait is over. <laughs> he came 2,000 years ago and blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. <laughs> Say, it's mine now. And I ain't letting go of it. Say, I'm keeping my healing. I'm keeping my divine health. I'm keeping my prosperity. I'm keeping my divine wealth. And the devil ain't going to take it. Say, I manage my life well. Not the devil. Say, I'm in charge. And I'm taking over. I ain't taking sides. <laughs> Amen forever. We love you guys. Have a blessed week, okay? Hope to see you on the 28th. It's a Friday night. It's going to be good. Praise Jesus. This is a start. Amen. Love you guys. Be blessed.